Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Lexi, joined by my guest, Hugh Stefner. And today, we got some things to get off of our chest, you know, mainly with music, but maybe some other things. So, if getting things off of our chest sounds like something that you wouldn't mind being a part of as far as the conversation, then make sure you stay tuned. Welcome back to the podcast, Hugh Stefner. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, I think last time you were here, you were, were you Steph C? I was Hugh. I was Hugh Schnefner. You were Hugh Schnefner back then. No, only you, but not. Hugh Schnefner. Either, you know, it's the same. Um, <laughs> definitely rebranding myself as Hugh Stefner, but if you know me, Steph C is cool. Yeah. That's what's up. So um, you kind of know the format a little bit. It pretty much hasn't changed since you've been on. We're going to do the Lex check, which is like a rundown, things you got going on, or even just an announcement, or maybe even like uh, some personal that you want to congratulate yourself on, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So gotcha. um, I will go first just to let y'all know I have a few shows coming up in July. By the time anyone who's watching this live, y'all are getting this right now, but anyone who is reviewing on Spotify um, podcasts or Apple podcasts or on YouTube, by the time you see this, the show will have already passed, but I have a show Saturday, July 16th. It is an artist showcase presented by Game Changers Radio at Spirit Delights Sports Bar at 107 East Willingham Street in Sylvester, Georgia. That event is going to be at nine. Is this catching on? Yeah, I was looking at that like, wait a minute. That's... Yeah, that signal went way down. We're going to have to boost that. That's what we do, though. Yeah. I'm not sure why I did that. I'm trying to not let it peak, but... On that sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't even, like, touched it that much. That's crazy. Huh. But, anyway, so, yeah. Have a show Saturday, July 16th. It is with Game Changers Radio in Sylvester, Georgia. And... I told y'all about an event I was supposed to be having on the 29th, which is a Friday with Mark Dub and the Randoms, but I haven't gotten any extra information on that show, so I'm not, I don't really got nothing for y'all on that one. Just make sure you stick to my website, www.lexiatl, so that you get ticket information and information about where it's going to be, pricing and all of that, um, and like what I'm doing as far as shows or different events around the city or just around. Um, Saturday, July 30th, I will be walking in the Angels and Demons Lingerie and Swimwear Fashion Show presented by VGQ Phoebes at the Dawn Event Center at 3201 Atlanta Industrial Parkway Northwest. That event is going to be from 2 to 5 p.m. So if you want to see Lexi in some lingerie or some swimwear type stuff, Definitely recommend you do that. If you are a patron, then you have a discount code that I released to the Patreon. That's one of the perks of being a patron. So if you're not a patron of mine, you didn't get that little discount code, but that's a little incentive. Just had to let y'all know. So yeah, latest music release for me is Motorboat, which by the time you are listening to this, that's playing in the background. My little rap song. I got something to get off of my chest about that song later on in this oh. podcast. So <laughs> y'all stay tuned in for that. Um, and of course, anybody who is watching right now, you can see. But I have Lexi merchandise. We got the Winter Keeper wristbands in all different kinds of colors. Make sure I show that for every camera, I guess. 
all different kind of <laughs> colors. I got the hashtag winter hats. Sun visors is hot outside. The sun is red. shining in red. I'm going to have to order them in red. I only have black right now. They're kind of pricey to order, but I like red. I like red. <laughs> and I also have the Lexi burn lighters, which is that going to? Yeah, burn lighter. Those of you who are listening, it is a lighter that says burn on the side and it has a built-in bottle opener. So if you smoking, if you drinking, that was a nice strong flame that just popped up right there. Mm-hmm. But if you smoking, if you drinking, then Lexi got you. All of those things are available for sale on my website at www.lexiatl.com. So keep that in mind. Other than that, remember I'm featured in a couple of online publications, Oh Dear Magazine at odearmag.com. You got to click on the May 2022 tab. And recently the article was dropped with Voyage Savannah. You got to go to voyagesavannah.com to check out my article on their website. And I'll try to remember to put the links to those in the description down below. So, yeah, that's what's going on with Lexi. What's going on with Hugh Stefner? Um, honestly, I've been trying to get back to um, just being motiva- motivated to create. Um, and then there's family stuff going on. My grandfather recently had a, a minor stroke. So, mm. kind of been dealing with that in the back of my head while finding my spot back with creating. Um, aside from that, I do have some um, independent projects with artists mm-hmm. um what's their name shout out to Naja Wu that's one of the artists uh Moaning Love I'm doing some possible production on there but mostly engineering right now the girl yours mm-hmm. not Moaning Love oh not Moaning Love it's funny cause her name's so similar yeah but, but we're gonna speak that into existence so check this out right my boy he made a bet with somebody mm-hmm. uh, based cause he thought it was her but I was like no I'm talking about Moaning Love to Hip hop artist, the rapper. The rapper. I remember you talking about her before. Yeah. yeah. So he lost the bet. <laughs> <laughs> How much did y'all bet, or what did y'all bet? It wasn't. I don't. I don't even know, but he lost. Okay. I was like, yeah, bro. I, I got you next time. I'm gonna make that happen just for you, so you can make your money back. <laughs> Me and them together says big up to you guys. Thank you, sir. Love. <laughs> so yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So there's the money love, and then um, I've been also teaming up with other people in my network, specifically. Plan B, he's going to kind of get me right with the TV sync deals and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as a music producer, you know, we already wear multiple hats, but it's also important to not just look to get a placement with a major artist, but also try to get your stuff on TV and mm. pick up in movies and, you know, commercials. It's additional, it's additional income. What I want to get into is video games. Definitely video games. That's a huge industry that people don't really think about yeah everybody thinks it's just radio and clubs exactly but nah it's so much more sound is literally everywhere way more than that so that's exciting how do you feel about um t-pain's comment he said he made more money in the last four months through gaming than he's ever had through music i believe it that's saying a lot yeah that's something else i gotta get off my chest okay let's let's, let's talk about it oh my gosh um (laughs) You got anything else you want to check in with the people on? What else do I got going on? Um, Cause that, oh, oh. Yeah, look, we we got a lot that we want to get off, get off our chest. I think yeah. it's kind of where my mind is at. But uh, yeah, just <laughs> working. Every, every day's a work day. We just working. 
there. Um, I want to announce the drop top thing, but I'm gonna hold off on that until everything's like finalized and it's like yeah, already on that. streaming platforms. But they already sent the email. Oh my god, I'm excited. So yeah. Um, Big only move. other announcement I have is Lex rated whether you want to have your songs rated live like reviewed live um, as we're doing this on Instagram you're also live on YouTube and I do also post these episodes on YouTube after they're edited and everything these videos I do put promotion behind them so far the average I'm getting over 300 eyes on the video so that's something to think about um, so Lex rated if you want your songs reviewed live it's $10 per song during the live Send it to the cash symbol, Lexi ATL, L-E-X-C-A-T-L. Otherwise, I'm going to bring back Lex Rated as just like standalone videos. So it's $25 for three songs. Send me your links or the actual MP3s to LexiSolo at gmail.com. And payment information is the same. Send it to my cash app, cash symbol, L-E-X-C-A-T-L. And yeah, don't be shy with the public opinion. But... I'm a singer, songwriter, artist, engineer. If y'all do anything live, Lex rated. We also got Hugh Stephanie here. He's a producer, engineer, consultant for artists. So keep that in mind. But um, yeah, that's it for the Lex check, right? You ready to get some things off your chest? Let's do it. All right. After these messages, we got some things we got to get off of our chest. All right. We got some shit to get off our chest. So getting shit off our chest. What's the first thing you got to get off your chest? Whew. Where do I start? You know what I don't like? Um, the lack of communication, right? Mm-hmm. Between the engineer, producer, and the artist. Mm-hmm. One, they're in. On the on on artist end. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, more specific, what happened recently, I was working with an artist for maybe the past, maybe the past year and a half, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, I'm big on relationships. And now, if we can communicate outside of music and talk and just even just check in with one another more often, cool. If you send me money, uh, uh, excuse me, if you send me clients, cool. Right. Because now, you know, we're we're bonding. Mm -hmm. But if I haven't spoken to you in X amount of time. (laughs) Did you tell me this story? I did. Hey. So you know what I'm about to say. Yeah. But it's like, check me out, right? Things have gone on. Things are happening to where my value is being increased. New placements, new opportunities, you know, all this good stuff, right? Mm -hmm. If you're the artist who legit just, you are pretty much in the same place where we last worked. So my rates was different because since we have spoken, this has happened, this has happened, this has happened. So my rates have gone up. Mm Mm-hmm. And I believe I went back and I checked the notes. I was fair. She asked me, hey, look, what's this? I said, this is the price. And I let her know, like, I've recently gone up. And she just had a problem with that. So that's, that's like, I don't understand why I'm being, you know, why I'm in the wrong for raising my prices. 
based off the work I put in. And I don't think you're putting enough work because since we last spoke, that was the last thing you've done. It's been over a year. No promotion, no music, no nothing. No music videos. No music videos, nothing. Does she keep up with her social media? Honestly, I don't know what she does. Because we ain't caring like the fuck. Let me try to keep this clean. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that really does get on my nerves as well. Um, For me, more recently, I did like the engineer rant. Did you catch any of that, or you can probably definitely relate to a lot I'm of stuff? I'm pretty sure I can relate. And I think we probably talked about it, too, outside of social media, but... Because we have a real relationship. We do. We've built that rapport. But it was like, you know, artists who come in and they expect me kind of to want to... They want me to move things around for them easily, or they want me to invest a certain amount of energy into them. And the particular client that that was inspired by... We have been working like Mm -hmm. three, four times a week consistently for a year. But there will be other artists who come in and they kind of expect me to give them the same interaction and engagement. But it's like we haven't been spending time like you haven't been consistent in the studio. I have to learn how you work and I have to learn how to communicate with you to get a certain performance about you. So for you to be asking me to kind of like engage with you a certain way, but I don't even have the trust in you that you're going to be consistent. Like, I, I think I talk about it a little bit in one of my previous Lex Chat episodes, but there's kind of like a an unspoken contract that you have between your clients when you start working consistently with people. I'm consistently booking you. I'm expecting a certain, like a consistent experience with you. On my end, if you're booking me, I am, I'm expecting you to book me consistently and I'm expecting you to take this seriously. So that's kind of like the agreement that we have, right? But if you're not booking me consistently, like you're not holding up your end of the deal, Hmm. don't be surprised when I'm not giving you the same energy that you've seen me interact with my other clients who they come in and, or even if we're not working, they've been consistent in the studio, but if we're not working, they have come to me for mixes and mastering, or I've seen them do their thing with the music videos and taking photo shoots and all that kind of stuff. So yeah don't be surprised when y'all come around being worked in however however long and y'all are expecting a certain experience don't be surprised if you don't get it right and it's like you you expect so much from us so it's only right for us to expect that from you because we're going to deliver mm-hmm. that's why you book us that's why you you know get services from us yep i can see if we like and I've heard the stories. I've dealt with tons of artists who have said, hey, man, it's three months and I still ain't get my, my mix back from the engineer, you know. Dang, really? Right. That's crazy. I got a situation that happened recently, like, um, and this was last minute. So it's an artist that I work with on a regular who's brought me business and books with me consistently. And we have a relationship outside of music. And, you know, she's on the phone saying, hey, Steph, see my best last minute thing. But can I, you know, I need the show mix. And, you know, she sent me the files. And while we're talking on the phone, literally it took me five minutes to do what I had to do. And I sent it right back to her while we're on the phone. But she can get that from me because she's giving me something to work with. Mm. And, you know, and that's that's all we're asking for. Just give us something to work with. Give me something to work with. It ain't that we don't believe in you. We don't rock with you. you. That I'm triggered because that's one of the things that my client told me. Oh yeah, let's let's go there. It's, it's only it's all about the money with you. I'm like, bro. And if you've seen the episode on the engineer rant, I talked about this, but 
it's only about the money. You don't F with my music. You don't care about my music. And I'm like, dude, I literally only charge you for my engineering. But what I'm doing for you, other than engineering, is I'm vocally producing you. I'm helping you write. I'm even reaching out to producers for you and giving you, reaching out to mixing engineers and mastering engineers to give you contacts to get this stuff to the next level or to get it ready for distribution. I'm doing stuff I don't have to do. And they don't see that. And technically, my job as an audio engineer is not to make you give me the best performance. It's just to record the best sound quality. Literally, all I got to do is press buttons. But I'm giving more than that because Mm -hmm. luckily, you're working with somebody who cares about what my name is attached to. And luckily, you're working with somebody who wants to have an impact on music in the future. So, yeah, I want to be able to give more pointers during sessions. But, yeah, I don't... I don't charge you the way I should be charging you. And you want to tell me some crap like that. And then think about what goes into what we've done to build up our catalog. You have a trained ear. Mm. You have, so you got the experience. You got all of that. That ties into helping the artist deliver where they may not be able to deliver on their own. And explaining how they can deliver. Being able to communicate that with them. Yes. I've had years of experience doing that. So that you can seem more experienced than you actually are or be competing with some of these mainstream people that we're trying to get in line with. And here's what I do with my, this This is what sets me apart. As my client, I'm not just getting you right in the studio with me as far as vocal production because I'm doing all of that. But mm-hmm. You're going into education? You already know. <laughs> I'm teaching, you termin- I'm teaching you terminology. I'm even willing to help you learn and invest and build your own studio. I'm telling you the equipment that you need. Stuff that would take money out of our pocket. And save you time mm. and let you record in the comfort of your home. Mm. And all you got to do is just send me the, the mix. Or send me the you know session so I can mix it. You said you didn't see the engineer rant? I didn't. That's the exact point I made in engineer rant. But like you said, this was going to circle it's, into that. It all circles back. You see, this it is this is not like just one thing that one person deals with. It's from engineer to engineer to engineer. All right, this is what we all deal with. Yeah, we're underappreciated. Definitely underappreciated. And like I was telling you earlier, what the versus battle showed us is how much y'all really need to be nice to the engineers <laughs> because we make y'all sound so good. If anybody heard them raw files, oh my god. Oh my goodness. You talking about these right here? Mm. What you doing? What you doing? What? Oh yeah, and the how that work? The we, raw file. You do like a point, then you cue it in on the edit on the video. Oh. Mm, <laughs> I ain't putting that much. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what but yes, typically I would insert clip. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what? I might actually to the baby's born. I might <laughs> we might need to actually put that in there. What's that? Twenty two minutes? Yeah, twenty-three. <sighs> So, yeah, if y'all don't want to end up sounding like that, because a lot of your fave artists be sounding like that. You have no idea what before these the processing people who get paid to do their job oh. take this and turn it into that. Oh. You have no idea. And so, y'all want yesterday's price to continue to be today's price? Take the what and leave the what? What? Oh, that's all right. You can fix it in the mix. I hate that. <laughs> right, like... So you, you don't think you're going to have to do this on stage? The mix is a separate service. You do understand that, right? And it's a separate service. But it's like, why would you not put the effort forward to give me something to work with? You just assume that it's, oh, it's all good in the mix. No. No. 
Not at all. No. Not even a little bit. And you're not even paying me that much on the mix to want to give that much time. But that's a that's another that's conversation. That's a whole other. It's yeah. <sighs> a whole other argument. So yeah, that was that was the first thing off your chest. That was the first thing off my chest. Um, first thing off my chest. Music should probably. Oh, this is gonna hurt some people's feelings. It hurts my feelings too, because mm-hmm. I had a realization. Not well, yeah. I realized a long time ago probably what my parents were trying to protect me from by discouraging me from going the music route. But the thing that I have to get off of my chest is music should probably be more of a consistent hobby versus your first career choice. Hmm. Mm. That's bars. Break that, break that down for the people in the back that don't really... Ooh. So what I'm saying with on this one is and Chloe Bailey, that's how she ties into this. It was like what we what we mentioned earlier. She kind of told y'all, but by now I don't understand how people don't realize. There's it's really hard to make money in music. You need to be very sure that this is what you want to do. Real quick, and that's gonna go into probably my next point, but Really? Yeah, because I just checked my statements and I'm trying to Trying to make things add up that ain't really adding up. The math ain't mathin'. The math ain't mathin'. The math ain't mathin'. So I I try to encourage people. Like, I want people who come in, maybe they aren't as serious about it, but, you know, they spend a large amount of money. Nah, scratch that. Let me say what, I really, what I'm really thinking. I always give rappers a hard time. Talk to them. These rappers who come in and they think that they are, all they need to do is record this quick little freestyle that they wrote bar for bar in the studio and oh, I'm so hot, I'm gonna go viral and I'm gonna make all of this money. They have no understanding of everything that goes into before you even step on stage. They have no understanding of what goes into being an artist. And then they come to me, the engineer, cause I'm not just engineering you and vocally producing you and writing for you and educating you. <laughs> and consulting you. And consulting you. I'm, I'm also consulting you and I'm being your therapist basically. You coming to me and you're wondering why aren't these things doing certain numbers? Well, you didn't even sign up for ASCAP or BMI to get paid on that end. You don't you don't know what Harry Fox is. You don't know what Sound Exchange is. You don't know what Sound Scan is. You never thought about how you were going to get paid from this music, but you were so excited about just releasing it. You know what I'm saying? I was just put it on a Suncor <sighs> CD Baby Distro Kid, and that's it. That's it. I'm hot. I'm the best. To some degree, I can respect their confidence, but it's the delusion for me. I really feel like you need to secure a certain hustle or have, don't quit your job and expect that you're going to be making money from music as soon as you drop music, because that's just not how it works. There's a process that goes into this. There's signing up for certain things. There's copywriting. There's doing the footwork of meeting people and building relationships, communicating with people often so that y'all have that rapport and then being a likable person, knowing how to talk to people so they're they're more likely to place you in certain positions and give you certain opportunities. Um, people are more likely to play your music or suggest your music for sound- soundtracks and all this other stuff. There's just a lot that goes into it. So something that I want to caution people is... Maybe you need to definitely secure a consistent income to live off of your for your basic needs 
and have music be more of a consistent hobby. It is one of the longest things that you have to invest in before you see any kind of return. I'm already in like year nine and just now starting to get like the big things that I've been dreaming of, you know? So that would be the thing I got to get off of my chest as much as that might hurt to hear and repeat out loud because I'm not making the money that I want to, especially after, you know, the rant with my, um, with my client Mm -hmm. who was accusing me of being only about the money and I don't charge you for everything I should be charging you for. (sighs) Um, X Vibely says it's the ignorance. It is the audacity. School them. School us. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Hugh Stefner? That's exactly how I feel because that kind of ties into my next beat. So, you know, when, when artists come to us for help, not even say help, let's just say like you really genuinely rock with this person's music mm-hmm. and or this can even be a friend. But going back to what you said about properly registering your music so that it can actually make money. Pause. It's like you want us to pretty much give you a freebie or a handout and it's you don't even have your music properly registered. So how I'm supposed to eat? How are we going to eat? I didn't even mention the split sheets. Right. So about that, I went and checked my ASCAP recently. I know I got 10 songs registered and I got way more than that. So let's just say I did a favor for somebody and, you know, I gave them a a beat for free or didn't charge them for the beat. And one, they didn't promote it, so they're not even seeing money. But let's just say they did. It's not being properly, re- excuse me, properly registered so that we can actually see something from it. Mm-hmm. And it's like you, you want me to do this for you, but I can't even. I got bills, dog. I, this is my my this is my career. I don't do anything else. I wonder if it's it's something fun for them or like fantasy for them, you know. I mean, and so they think, oh, it's all good, it's all fun. They I'll forget be, about the business side. I'll be fair. There are some people who aren't aware of the business, which there have been tons of artists who ask. I can respect them because they ask and I can give them information. But you can't sit there and want to hand out and then have this attitude about I'm the hottest and this, that, and third. Like, you don't even know what a PRO is. They don't even know song structure. I mean, that's all. And that could be a whole other... How many, yeah, I'm pretty sure you have. How many times have you had <laughs> to basically make this song? Because the artist came in and they just had a bunch of words. They didn't know what the hook was. Where was that? They didn't even, and we're choosing beats the first 10, 20 minutes of the session. They haven't even listened to it all the way through to know the certain musical cues. This is when the hook will probably start. This is when the verse probably starts. This is when I might have a bridge. You know what I'm saying? And lucky for it's y'all. Just, you have us because we know we could tell okay the hook's about to come here mm-hmm. the hook on this song is eight bars and then okay this song may be strong uh this beat is structured a little different the verse on here is 12 with a four bar and then an eight hook mm. we know these things so again that's why we do feel underpaid because there's a lot that we know we've been doing this for 10 plus years yes come, like come on man what's going on are you on? counting that professionally or like from when you first decided you wanted to even be in music like that. Because professionally, I'm in year nine. 
but I've been knowing I wanted to do music since I was three. Um, I'd say both because even at nine, when you first started, it was something about music that drew you to it and it made you want to learn it. Mm -hmm. And you've, from then till now, it home, I mean, it, it shaped your skills to where you are. Yeah. Same with um with me. I started at the age of seven just by having a dream about it. Never really understood it, but just I remember the setting. And because I never forgot about that dream and how it made me felt, when I got into my teens, that's when I started playing around with it. And then that turned into producing. And producing turned into me coming here and learning, you know, to go to school for engineering. So all of that led up to where I am. Now, if you want to be technical professionally, probably the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. But even so... We, we definitely got more than our 10,000 hours in. We have mastered oh, this by like, now. <laughs> it's like you're picking, you're picking up other skills. Man. And that's how you know someone's seasoned because, again, when you learn your place in the industry, you know that you can't just live off of one hat. You have to be the engineer that knows how to write. You have to be the engineer that can write and also know how to vocal produce. Mm-hmm. You also have to know how to A&R. You, like... Uh, let's just say you want to do like a a DJ Khaled and take a bunch of artists. You have a bunch of beats. You actually have to know what artist fits those records. Mm-hmm. Who can execute. You have to know, right. And you have to know when, what writer to bring in to help this artist deliver this better. Because, you know, like I said, we can't, we, we do everything, but we can't do everything if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we got to take a step back and let, you know, I call up Lexi so she can come and vocal produce while I engineer. It's just those type of call things. Call up you, Stephanie, when I need some production. You know? I wonder if people, because I deal with this too, being, I'm an artist first and foremost, but people keep, oh, you're the female engineer. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if they don't want to pay us as much, at least hourly, because they box us in, oh, well, this is my engineer. Despite the fact that we know how to do so many things. No, nah, I don't think that's it. Mm, it's not a boxing thing. I could just, just think. I think they it's cheap. Yep, plain and simple. <laughs> no, think about it. I'm, and then, I mean, I hate to, to do this, but think about it. Like when you size up your clients, they come in there, there's usually like 30 of them, right? Mm. 30 people, and one of them is the artist. In words. They got all the... <laughs> I need limits on <laughs> these guests who become... They got the weed, they got the, weed, they got the alcohol, they got this, that, and the third. This is a side note, but they ain't never got no women. This is true. It'd be 30 niggas. Where the girls at? Y'all rapping about bitches. Where the bitches at? And I'll give you, they may actually have some, <laughs> some women come, but mm-hmm. out of 20 niggas, only four girls to show up and it's like well, what about the but that's not the point right. that was that was a little tangent <laughs> the point is just like you can kind of tell with certain people where their priorities are and that's why they don't have the budget to pay us properly because it's more important to you gotta look fly oh my god you gotta you know you gotta have your drugs your, oh my god yeah this that and the third but by the time all the, the song is done yeah I need that mix man cause this, this about to go I can hear this in the club that weed done hit you a little too hard because what, what makes you think like now you ask for extra stuff you ask for extra sauce I just spent let's just say four hours 
trying to help you structure the song, or two or three songs, whatever. Then you want me to mix them mm. all in four hours? What? What? It don't work that way. You think that's just in the hourly rate? Side note, right? So I started dancing again. Anybody who tuned into the Sexy Lexi After Hours, y'all heard this already. There was 40 niggas in the club. A group of 40 people. Maybe like four or five females in that group of this artist. I guess he wanted to like perform on stage or whatever. Okay. Not one of them threw money. (laughs) And luckily the DJ and the guy who was hosting that night, they didn't let him get up on stage. But there was literally 40 people. They came in gang gang. Not one of them threw any money. But what you were saying earlier about you can kind of tell like who has their priorities right or who has their focus right. People, artists who want to be flashy, they'll come in with the entourage. They'll worry about going out to a club. And if they are spending money, they'll worry about looking like they got it. But when it comes to investing in the studio time to come into the studio consistently... When it comes into investing into coming into the studio consistently or investing in a mix and a master, investing in a music video, investing in photo shoots. Oh, oh, can you help me out? Or they want like they expect some kind of handout. It's like, I just saw you in the club. Not these particular niggas. But I just saw you in the club. You had on whatever kind of jewelry. Which is crazy because they got the money. They do have it. They got the money, but they don't have their priorities straight on how they're going to spend it. They would rather look like they're an artist versus actually being an artist. Oh, God damn. Oh. <laughs> There's more to... Oh, God. And I, I always get on rappers. By now, anybody who listens to the show should know I just have a thing against these newer rappers because they just don't get it and they don't want to be educated, seemingly. There are a select few, but them ones where you can size them up and kind of tell, oh, you came with 30 people in the studio, not because you actually... They're actually putting input on the song, but because you want to be seen as, oh, we go into the studio. Like, it's it's an event. It's not something that's taken seriously. Like, oh, I'm actually going to get a good song. No, I'm, I'm doing this so I can show off for my niggas who none of them niggas helped you pay for the studio time. Not one. Not one. But expect you, when you get on, to cover everything. They want the best car. They want to get a VIP. They want the section. They want the the latest drip. Livy, that's all on you when you when when he makes it. What up, Livy? He just did the laughing emoji. Oh, that's what that, that's Livy. Yeah, I can, see, I can kind of see What's it. What's up, Livy? What up, Liv? <laughs> Man, another another hard working engineer producer extraordinaire. And he is amazing. I don't think Livy realizes it, but I, we had a conversation maybe like months ago. He was like, "Yeah, I charge over a hundred dollars an hour," and I'm like. Why am I not? Why am I still making what I was making when I started this hourly? I'm doing something wrong. And I knew then, like, you know, I should be charging more, but I have to work through feeling bad about charging people extra. It's business. Uh. It's getting my worth. But he kind of, like, set a fire in me as well. Like, no, I... But he also, he'll give you a certain experience and a certain sound and, you know what I'm saying? Because also when you are charging people a certain amount, you got to have a certain standard about yourself. So the charging is justified. It's cool if you know a lot, but if you're not able to translate what you know into giving that person who's paying you like that full on experience or the sound that they're wanting, then people might feel some type of way about it. But yeah, Libby, 
Libby inspired me on that. I'm just like, wow, I really need to get my ish together and charge what I'm worth. I should be making at least $100 an hour considering everything we just ran down for y'all. We're not just engineers. We're not just producers. We're not just songwriters. We're not just vocal producer. We're educating. We're y'all therapists. Like sometimes we reach out to other contacts for y'all to help y'all get on if we if we mess with y'all that hard. All the time. But we're only making 25 an hour. Like what? Or if you're a starting out engineer, you're only making 15 an hour? Hmm. I remember them days. Math ain't math. The math ain't math. Not to mention, I'm an artist myself. The creativity that I'm giving other people that I could be pouring into myself. And then I have nothing left for me. That's another cost that we're not talking about. But hey. We're we are drained. <sighs> we are <getting> drained. Tired. <laughs> So I'm going to get something else off my chest. So it kind of uh, correlates with what you, excuse me. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. It correlates into what was just said. Um, Hold on. Before you get into that. Okay. This, this man, Libby, it's like, he's like a humble flex. I'm putting together packages for artists now. Just took on a project for $75,000. My, my boy. I'm, I'm jealous. I'm proud of you. I'm also jealous. I'm also jealous. Okay. No, nah, that's what's up. That's amazing. But, so let's. Gosh, man. Before I get to what I was going to say, I already know I'm going to forget it, but let's take Libby, for example. He, like you said, he provides a certain sound. Mm-hmm. He has that experience. So he also probably did the work to go find those types of clients that can yeah. to perform that. Yeah. Which is, now we're going to go back to where I was about to say. The frustration is knowing that, okay, this is the only thing I do, right? I don't want to take any and everybody. I love helping people. Don't get it twisted. But you also have to understand what comes with that. Mm -hmm. You got people who, again, don't understand their business. They don't take it serious. It's a hobby. Uh, They may not, they like quality. And it's like, you can give them all this, but... You give so much and get so little return. Mm. So then you turn into the the Libby V's or whoever and say like, oh man, I don't want it. I only got like a certain amount of people I work with. But even when you do that, you look you're looked at as oh that nigga bougie like he don't he don't Boy, work with like Hollywood. He Hollywood. He switched up. He don't rock with me no more. No, it's not that. It's you didn't take yourself serious enough. I did, so I had to. It's it's called growth. And now I have to surround my pe- myself by other people who take themselves seriously. So now you can't even book me the same, right? Because we're not we're not even thinking on the same level. We ain't moving the same. We ain't thinking the same. Like the, the money coming different. Like mm-hmm. you you still thinking the session starts when you get there. Like no, the session starts from the when time you, you booked, booked it. it. <laughs> Now, okay, so let's talk about that, too. Oh, I've, I've given people deals on that, too. Certain clients that I mess with heavy, the ones who I don't charge extra like I'm supposed to, mm-hmm. I'll charge you when you show up because I'll mess with you. And you see what but, I'm saying? We show up. Yeah. But again, you got to give us up. It's going to be something. We do show up. Um, who's this? L3 Echo says, do you offer mixing lessons? Yes, actually. And engineering lessons and vocal lessons and producing lessons like... And consultation for like general um, general things that y'all want to know about industry and how to help yourselves get further. We offer all of that. 
Yeah, I will help you say, yeah, man, can you put that, uh, you know, the, the little, the water effect on my vocals. Oh, you mean the filter effect. Gotcha. Mm. We'll teach you terminology. What's the, the dreamy, lossy sound? Oh, reverb. You want more reverb. Yeah, yeah. Can you make it echo? Technically, it's called delay. You make delay for you. All that education Quarter, stuff. We do all of that. Feet, all that stuff. Let me see. Libby V says, but I'm budgeting it out to pay writers, musicians, photographers, videographers, etc. So he has a package still oh, going on with. It's like that, Libby. That's dope. So even beyond just the studio portion and the, the production portion of the song, you're developing people with this package. I want to be like Libby when I grow up. No, look, you know what I know is... I want to be like Libby V when I grow up. You've definitely reached a certain um, level there. of uh, experience when you start to do that. And I've noticed mm-hmm. everybody I've been around at Kid Class, JP, uh, well, Libby now. Yep. When you get to that certain point, when you know the industry and you know how to actually take your knowledge and information that can help an artist go from here to here, that's when you know you are solidified in what you do. Mm-hmm. So your asking price, let's just say his beats are twelve hundred a pop. He can do that because look what's what's going on. He's earned that. He's built himself up to earn that. And the placements. And that's another thing. Y'all better start building real relationships with with your engineer producer because let's say you know we are connected to X Y Z. You are always one song away from being placed on a TV show or uh, a feature from. I actually got. One of the artists I work with, I got her um, a placement. Mm. I got her now. Depending on you know your taste in music, they can be considered. Uh, they are a public figure. Let's just leave it at that. Mm. And for free, she didn't have to pay anything. I just made the call like, "Yo, such such want to do a feature? What you can? What you think? Well, let me hear. Let me hear her music." She got the joint right here. I co- uh, excuse me. I produced it. Oh yeah, that beats fire, and she snapped. Okay, I'm on it. Just like that. Easy. Easy. Build relationships with it. Like, we, we are valuable. <laughs> we can help you. But you got to help yourself. You know, for as much as I've done, too, and as many connections as I've accumulated, there will still be people coming in. And they may have even worked with me for years, still not taking my advice in the session. Say it this way. Or Get it say it off your chest. I'm a woman. Right, so I must not know what I'm talking about. Oh, you're the first female engineer I ever worked with. You sure you know what you're doing, sweetheart? He's still talking about the the time I was there. Mm, that's it's stemming from that. Cause I always watched the the clip. Oh, when you took that segment, he came. Yeah, he thought you was an engineer, <laughs> and it's just I might do. So th- that actually pisses me off for her. Cause oh here's God. the thing. If you actually, and this is another thing as an artist that you should do because we do it so that we know what the fuck we talking about. Mm. I don't know if I can curse on here. My bad. May as well. Boot it out. Oh. <laughs> but. I done said niggas and bitches, you know. There's a lot of negativity right now. Negativity? Negativity. 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 Need to put that on a shirt. Boom. Hey. Or your shades. Negativity. I like that. Mm, okay. Well, sorry. There's another thing. Million dollar conversations be happening <laughs> on a slob of joke. But um, what was I saying? Um, damn, what was I saying? Running back? Um, it uh, frustrates you for me when people come in. The gender thing. Yeah. Learn the industry. Do you know 
So engineer Klee. Kaylee. Oh, Lil Uzi's um I always called her Klee. Klee. So is Kay- it Klee or is it Kaylee? I think it's Kaylee. I just always because I met her the one time and I didn't get to develop. You met her? I met her before she was even like, oh. yeah. I want to say I met her either at an event or it was Icon Studio. Mm. But it was way before she was like doing what she's doing now. Yeah. Uh, she was super cool. All that good stuff. Anyway, do you understand that there's a lot of big name female A&R's producers, managers, so forth? If you like really looked at um, the industry you're in, done your homework. So, Kaylee, super dope engineer. Um, ooh, what's her name? Girl Wonder, the producer. Is it Girl mm, Wonder? I don't know. You you know more than me. Honestly, I need to do better with. My, I want to say her name homework. is Girl Wonder or producer. She's a, she's a female producer. I first mm-hmm. caught one of her on. Uh, she did Jay Z's project, the Holy, the Magna Carta Holy Girl, mm. Amy Kanye, and um, who else? Any? Let's take it to Jersey Club, DJ Unique, um, and then there's the uh, what's the uh, other girl name? She's kind of um, lit now too. Um, I don't. Cookie. Know. I need to work. Cookie on Kawhi. My, on my homework. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go fuzzy, but yeah, Cookie Kawhi. But anyway, she's a, a, a another artist who's excelled. But again, and I can name more, but there are there are female producers, engineers, songwriters. And so even and songwriters. High places. If you're in Atlanta, I'm pretty sure. Ursula Yancey. Fire. She fire. is fire. She's definitely fire. Yes. Um, You got B. Shea. Mm. And here's the thing: when you come to Atlanta and you mention these names, there's a good chance if you know 50 people, there's a good chance 30 of them know who they are. It gets smaller and smaller. But that comes to show you that it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. If you're dope at what you do, you're dope. So, but anyway, that's what I was getting off. Like, I just hate the fact that people size you up because you're a woman Mm -hmm. and don't even know that. Another woman has engineered your favorite artist song. Man. If you're if you're the artist who comes in there and looks up Uzi Vert type beats. Type beats. Type beats. <laughs> Ain't got no shades on, but chat. Type beat ass. Yeah, type beat face. If you're the type artist that comes in there, and there's no disrespect, get it how you get it. <laughs> but if you clearly know who Uzi is. And you even know the producers that are remaking these tight beats. Because you can go on their channel. And, uh, well, anyway, they got a lot of traffic. But you don't know the person who engineered the sound? They don't even think to, like, all this information we have access to, they don't even think to go research. You can't, in my opinion, I'm stammering right now, but... In my opinion, you can't possibly want to be successful at anything that you're not willing to research and study and find out like all the different angles that you can approach it on. So it irritates me. It grinds my gears when people come in and they we have all of this free information. Honestly, it irritates me that they rely on me so heavily for all the education. Maybe come to me to confirm some things, but. Why am I the only thing, the only source 
telling you certain things. I know how you feel. Because I was about to say, on another hand, like I mentioned before, if you ask, cool, for Mm -hmm. sure. But it does get frustrating when, one, those same people who ask you don't listen. Mm. And then, two, it's just like, am I really the only source of information? And then... I have another, I have a client who I have been working with them for like two, three years. Certain things that I know I have told them, it's like they forgot or they didn't retain what I was saying, as if I'm always going to be there to help them through certain things or to help produce them through certain things. I'm expecting you, when I teach you something, I'm expecting for you to learn it, absorb it and keep applying it. Not just when you get around me. That's what we do. Because I I tell you this so that you can have these tools and resources. Mm -hmm. So that you don't need me so much. Taking money out of my own pocket. Right. And and for anybody that does that, that's why nobody can ever look at me and talk about, oh, you only do it for the money. Number one, I'm not making money off of half of you. Triggered. Or majority of you, if we're being for real, for real. For real. Because let's say you are talented. You didn't register the damn song right. It should be no reason if I'm checking the QCs and it says NA or N or uh, no one's collecting this. It, it should never say that. Which, okay, if we want to do it properly now, you're putting more work onto the engineer because now we have to go and log in your song, which is not wrong, whatever, but it's more work. We got to mix it, this, that, and the third. Then we got to turn around and make sure your info's right. Then we got to log it in for you. Just so that everybody can properly eat. Probably. Well, properly, but yeah. Oh, properly. But yeah, even that, probably eat. (laughs) Because the next thing is, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Because you may not even, it's marketing. And you don't know how to market your shit. So, cool. Paperwork straight. Song is registered to the T. Bet. But you ain't pushed a song. Since it dropped, so a year later, two years later, I checked my statement. All I see is six cents. Why? Why? That's how. How? how? That hot breath could be. <laughs> how? Yeah, the kitty cat. Hi, kitty kitty. She snuck into the room. She wanted to say what's up. Oh, surprised she ain't trying to jump up on the desk. <sighs> it's crazy out here, you, Stephanie. It is, and, you know, that's why we're making this, because you really don't see what we deal with on a day-to-day basis. And it's, I'm really at a point where I'm driving myself crazy because um, I know I need to work an X amount of hours, and I know what that comes with. I don't want to work as hard. I want to work smarter. Mm-hmm. But I and and that's why it's like okay, I got to start cutting off some people and moving a little different and then rebuilding because I need that growth. I had cut um I had cut an artist off that I was working with, and you know, not that I was mention, missing much anyway. To be real, I was just keeping it a thousand. <laughs> Um, that's something else. Yeah, that's Child. something else. Child. But I had to come off because it's like, as much as I've been there, you know, done my job and tried to help you and build you up, because you clearly don't know shit. You turn around and disrespect me and talk about 
you know, first of all, you're micromanaging me mm. about mixing your song, and then you're trying to tell me how to do my job. That's where you fucked up at. Don't tell me how to do my job. Because I do my job. I get paid to do my job. So, yeah, anyway, but I had to cut him off. And it's nothing wrong with cutting people off for growth. This is what's necessary. The flowers have to be pruned. They have to. The dead leaves have to be cut off. Snipped. I don't know about you, but I want to grow. I want to grow, too. And it's not comfortable. Nobody wants to be working... Or in the same position after doing the same thing for what? I'm mean, I'm gonna do this. I used it for one of my workout videos, but I took a clip from Kid, one of his videos, and he basically said, in short, it's crazy to do the same thing for ten years and only get paid pretty much on pennies of what you've actually built mm. on what you're worth, and then still. Continue to do it every day because you love the shit. And no matter how much you love it, you still yeah. And it's like you gotta want the higher level of what you love. That's why um, I've been noticing, like, if someone was to ask me today, my answer about music has changed. And it's not that I I don't love. Of course, I love what I do, mm. but it's just I think I've just grown. To a point of where um, it's more of a business thing. Like, I understand it differently now. I don't want to be the best producer. I don't want to have the, you know, all that stuff. I actually want to, like, help people see their dreams through. Yeah. I want to build people up. So, yeah, I'm passionate about it, but I love more of the opportunities that music brings me and that I can bring to someone else. That's what I love most right now. I feel like you're about to take it somewhere and I was about to take it somewhere but I can't remember how I was about to wrap the two together so Mm. I I glanced over at my notes again because I forgot all about these things but one of the other things I got to get off of my chest is it's funny how I'm getting so much attention for the rapping stuff that I'm doing when that is the most mediocre quality of music that I've ever done oh boy but it gets way more love than my R&B songs, my R&B stuff. You know, there's a challenge. There seems to be some type of challenge because I, I work with another female artist, amazing voice. Mm-hmm. But the music don't hit it. Really? And she's frustrated. But Is it the way she's writing? or It's part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually has, same like you, she has connections to where things could you know, happen. Mm-hmm. But you pretty much did what I was going to say you probably could try to do to have more of an impact. Like, for whatever reason, I don't know why people ain't rocking with the the singing side that much. Maybe it's the presentation of it. But every time you play me your raps, Mm -hmm. I'll be cracking the fuck up. (laughs) Why? Well, I I am. It's biased because I do know you. Yeah. Which was. It makes it funnier. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, it is dope and it's unexpected. unexpected. So when you kill it, that's what people are like. Mm. So when you sing, it's like, okay, sexy Lexi, she's singing. We know she's going to do this, but. Oh, so you're saying because my image. 
the imaging, the the contrast between the imaging and what people would probably expect me to. No be one expects you to rap. Mm. So it's off guard, and you're dope at it. Mm. But like I said, with the scene, I think that's just a matter of repackaging yeah. and re, you know, you know, just going back to the kitchen and adding some more grease and see how we can put it back out. Maybe there. it's what I talk about. Cause so my thoughts on Too. this, right? It seems like, and I don't know if this is a trend, just like in general, definitely seems this way in music, but the less you care, the less effort you put into something, that's the stuff that goes. Um, That's very true, because I put one of my references, legit mumbles, for the first half of the song behind one of my songs, mm. and one, people love it, and then two, the video itself got a lot of love. Mm. And it's, I mean, aside from me working out, I think people was just also like, that's you? Like, so a lot of people don't know I can actually use my voice. Mm. I'm not a singer. She's the singer. Yeah. I just know how to use my voice. You but, remember a little practice? True, true. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just, um, it's very interesting. Cause like, it's weird. With my first album, I actually took the time, like, I went through all the emotions of it. It's R&B. Went through all the emotions of it. I wrote a lot of those songs. But with this rap stuff, I kind of just took the approach that these newer rappers take. The delusion or confidence, whatever you want to call it. Oh, I'm the best. I'm the dopest. They don't, they come in, they haven't written anything. They haven't, they don't even have a beat picked out. They just decided on the spot what they're going to do. So I decided to adopt the same mindset. Like, all right. And I've been writing for years, so I have the wordplay. I have this repertoire of, you know, phrasings and, and things that I can do in a song. So that's where my skill level helps me at. But coming in and not having written anything and just writing bar for bar the way these rappers do, and I'm not worried about how it sounds coming together, just does it feel like a vibe? And I'm not thinking about it too much. I wonder why my rap stuff gets so much love even though I feel and I relate more to the R&B stuff. It's like, is it a cultural thing? People don't want to think. People don't want to feel. They just want to turn up. They just want to vibe. Or they just want surface stuff. You know what I'm saying? Well, if you look at look at the last um, couple of years with all the new... Because right now, females are on top, right? Yeah. If you really think about it. <laughs> think about that a little bit. Uh, yeah, they're on top right now. Yeah. So, it's fair to but say. look at what's been coming out, mm-hmm. and and not saying that the music is bad. I'm just saying, look at I'll the, say it. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> She'll say. I don't love the stuff that's been coming out. I don't even the stuff that's being called R&B right now. To me, it's not true R&B. It's trap soul, trap and B, but R&B. Listen to Usher. That's R&B. Um. DJ Dun Dun says, a lot of it also, you kind of have to relate to or make it fit this new generation. They are what's making today's music bang, appealing to them. I understand that, but also they're not the ones who buy the music funny enough. It's interesting that the generation that's pushing the culture, supposedly, they're not the ones who are going to support me in that way. Who buys the music? The older generation. Who's coming out to the shows, you know? Who's buying merch? But yeah, who's buying music? I get what you're saying with the whole streaming thing and CDs aren't that big a deal anymore, but yeah. Well, no, if you really think about it, um, 
and I'm a, I'm gonna just transition from a different industry. Let's just say like YouTubers. Mm-hmm. I think it's a popularity thing too, because once you just built this heavy following and people can recognize you, and it it makes them feel good to say, "Hey, look, I was walking on the beach and I ran into Dupree Jones randomly." Mm-hmm. And Dupree Jones is just a YouTuber who literally vlogs day to day on what he does, and he's, he's just got like maybe like a million subscribers, fifty, hundred, thirty k on uh, Instagram or whatever. But so I don't need to do Lex chat. I just gotta vlog. Honestly, yeah, just <laughs> just vlog, just talk to people, and just build the following because yeah. at that point, and, and like you said, you don't agree with all the music that's out today. I don't either. Yeah. There's plenty of artists that I'm like, bro, what the actual fuck is this? That Yet got signed. They're they're lit yeah so we as people who just actually have the talent and the ear we just have to kind of like find how we can intersect the two you mm-hmm. know yeah make it make sense um KJ says Gen X buys what what year is Gen X I want to I believe that's now or after us after like the 2000s babies or like was it ninety seven to? Are we are we millennials? I think yeah, we're yeah. millennials. DJ Dundun said that's because you're making music for your age group or to the older group, which is less supportive than these kids with no responsibilities and money to just spend and buy up more. I'm wondering is that a response to saying that Gen X buys? I could see that. Um, I am I making music for my age group? I guess I'm. I just make music based off of my experiences. KJ says we are millennials. Um, KJ says they are before us. Gen X is before us. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Gen X is the was, older generation. I thought that was um the not, baby boomers. Not boomers. There's one in between, boomers and millennials. Oh, so, so yeah. like okay, okay. I think my brother would be considered Gen X. He was born in like the '80s or whatever. Hmm. I okay. Uh, I want to unpack what DJ Dundun said. That's because you're making music for your age group, or to the older group, which is less supportive than these kids. Kids with no responsibility and money to just spend and buy up more. Uh I guess I could agree with that. I could. They don't have. They don't have to throw their money at responsibilities. Um. I guess. I guess. I definitely see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm not sure what Josh is commenting on. No. Club. I don't know what that means. Club. Club? Club music? Or Uh, what's being played in the club? I guess, like, what's pushing the culture? Yeah, uh, chime back in, bro. Let us us know what what you mean. Yeah. Um... I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just commenting mostly on there's people don't feel like they have to maybe be as educated or take this artist thing as seriously because there is so much mediocrity that's being accepted. Oh, yeah. Music's not about, again, not about talent right now. It's, it's about just popularity. Popularity. And, so and that's <laughs> what I was saying. You just got to take the stuff you've been saying. Yeah, and make it and present it like he's trendy, saying trendy, popular, like what the new generation will. Because yeah, again, same with I, I could play you her music, it's amazing voice. Mm. Um, People don't care about the talent for real. 
They don't. But I mean, I will care about the vibe. But going back to what I was saying earlier, we're like, if you look at the market of women, uh, the industry where where it is with women right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're competing with city girls and and now that's hip hop, right? (sighs) Too. (laughs) I I know what you. I'll call them rappers. Hip hop, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's relative, but. But we can even switch it. So let's yeah. let's let's use Chloe. I'm not gonna go into that. Chloe is a R and B artist, right? Yeah. What's considered R and B, right? Mm-hmm. Look at how she does it. She's overly sexualized now. Is that what you're getting at? I mean, from an image standpoint, for sure. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you can play with the lyrics too. Even but, though she has the talent. But look at the beats. The thing is, you have to be the singer who's kind of like singing over rap beats yeah because it is that's it's a sound it's a sound yeah that's a sound right now just like if you was to sing over motorboat it would slap just as hard as motorboat is now with you just rapping mm. i do that in all keeps sing rap how's that doing um that got me a lot of like because that was the first rap song i put out that got me a lot of attention Okay. People were like sharing, like, damn, y'all never shared some but of you, my but you see what I'm saying? Like, okay. okay. So you see what I'm saying? And that's yeah. all it is. You just gotta like re-deliver, like, all right, I'm still singing to y'all motherfuckers, but I'm gonna sing it way to y'all. Y'all not gonna yeah. realize that I'm singing it to you. Um, I agree with y'all on that. I'ma just leave that thought on I don't like chasing trends too much. Well, I don't like chasing trends. I can I'll do things to show that I can do what everyone else is doing, but I also am not necessarily worried about being trendy. I want my stuff to be timeless, so I don't put out as many of like the rap stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not my focus. But you yeah, just, you just have to figure out how to tie them into each other. Like same how I mean, and this could be another discussion that we could talk about, but like with TikTok, so. TikTok is definitely helping people get discovered. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just you can use. I'll say that because I also struggle with budget. That's another thing, but I'm not letting that stop me from releasing things. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep putting out the stuff I want to put out, but the attention grabbing stuff, like the rap stuff, that'll hopefully inspire people to look back at my catalog. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. yeah. Put that out there, real them in. And then when they hear others, they're like, oh, like damn, shit. she been dope. Damn, she been dope. Hey, you know, I just went through this breakup. This, I need that, that Lexi right there. Like, mm. it's perfect. And then when she want to turn up with a girl, she can play motorboat. <laughs> Feel it from the throat. Motorboat. <laughs> well, I'm literally laughing time. on the track. I'm literally laughing on that song. But you people are like, saying? oh, this is dope. Oh, I love it. Like, I literally said on the track. And y'all, y'all think that's dope. <laughs> Uh, DJ Dun Dun said this may also be because it's only the beginning of your journey nine years in huh it'd be like that, <laughs> that, that it, shit might, shit might not it might not pop off till year 10 honestly you're it's, absolutely it's right bittersweet man. But, um, it's only the beginning of your journey sometimes it will take time and patience I'm dealing with that patience process as well and KJ was clarifying on Gen X they're in their 40s to mid to late 50s right now Facts, facts. Okay, so they before us. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, huh. That's pretty much all I had to get off my chest. 
there's another thing on there but for the general public mm, y'all have to be on patreon for the other stuff do you want to do bonus content or you want to hop into the after hours chat Mm, i'm i'm feeling a little fun today i could do bonus bonus okay so um let's see here how are we gonna do this i need to wrap this up Alrighty, so that is pretty much all I'm going to give y'all if you are the general public on YouTube watching or listening to this on Spotify podcasts or Apple podcasts. That is a conversation that I had with Hugh Stefner about some things we had to get off of our chest. Now, if you are listening to this on YouTube, then comment down below. Let me know what you think about this conversation and what are some things you might want to get off of your chest? Some things that's really just grinding your gears. It doesn't even have to be about music. Just what's grinding your gears, okay? Um, if you are on YouTube as well, make sure you like and subscribe and hit the notification bell if you'd like to be notified every single time I post a new piece of content. If you are listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, this is something new that I forgot to be telling y'all, right? Please make sure you rate the podcast. Give me five out of five stars or really just... However you feel about it, leave a review so that you can tell, you know, Spotify and Apple that, hey, people are watching this, they're engaging with it, and they'll be more likely to put this in front of more ears. So I would greatly appreciate that. Um, if you would like to go the extra mile in supporting me, you can do so by becoming a patron. And for as little as $5 a month, you will get access to behind the scenes content, as well as the uncut episodes, which is we're going live on YouTube right now. They're going to see this stuff as soon as I upload it, not when I choose to make it public. The general public, y'all are missing out on stuff that's, y'all are seeing things that's probably like weeks or months old at the time that I make it public. So, and you also get discount discount codes if you are a patron of mine. So if you like the way those benefits sound, then for as little as $5 a month, you can become a patron of mine at patreon.com slash LexiATL, patreon.com slash L-E-X-C-A-T-L, but Thank you so much for joining in on the conversation on the chat this week. I will see you on the next chat. Well, hear you on the next chat. I don't know. Talk to you in the next chat. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Hugh Stefaner, for joining me this week on Lex Chat. You got any last words you want to say? Uh, thank you for having me. And also, I am on all social media platforms at Hugh Steph, I believe. H-U-G-H. It's not Hugh Stefaner? No, actually, somebody pointed that out to me recently. What? I think on when I tried to switch the name for whatever reason, it wouldn't let me. Like, no one even has the name, so I don't I don't know. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, so Hugh stuff. That's YouTube, Hugh that's stuff. Instagram, that's Twitter, um, TikTok, you know. Nice. And uh, don't forget, y'all, that, uh, well, by the time some of y'all see this, if you're not joining me live, Saturday, July 16th, the Game Changers radio show in Sylvester, Georgia. Saturday, July 30th, the Angels and Demons Lingerie Swimmer Fashion Show in Atlanta. Information for those shows and any tickets that you might need to buy beforehand, you can go to my website at www.lexiatl.com to see that information. And make sure you stay close to my website for updates on what I'll be doing around the world around the country, around Georgia, around Atlanta, all that good stuff. But thank you so much for joining me in Lex Chat this week. I'll chat with you next week. My name is Lexi. Hugh Stefner. Peace. Peace.
motorboat, motorboat, yeah, motorboat.